You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, hello again from SprottMoney.com and Sprott Money News. This is your first weekly wrap-up of 2017. I'm your host, Craig Hemkin. Joining us as usual is Mr. Eric Sprott himself. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig. Uh, happy to be with you. And uh, boy, we're starting off this year like last year. I'd love to put about 10 or 12 of these together in a row, that's for sure. Well, let's let's start there, Eric. Uh, we saw the action in 2016 late in the year. It was a lot like what happened in 2015 as prices came down ahead of a Fed rate hike. And now we're starting 2017 just as we did 16. Big week so far. Gold up 2.5%, silver's up 4%. What do you think? Well, I guess I go back to my comments uh, last week and sort of going into year-end that the commercials have the price of gold where they want it for year-end, for bonuses. And I think it was all orchestrated that, hey, we want the price to be down around, you know, let's get it down around 11.50 here for year-end, maybe 11.20, get silver under 16 and you know, all our books will look wonderful, and we have all these profits. We're going to make our bonuses, and thank you very much, market. We're out of here. And uh, so starting off this year with the kind of moves we've had, uh, I guess is not totally unexpected. Same thing last year, same thing the year before that. So it almost looks like it is sort of a prearranged thing where the price is going to be where they want it to be based on their um, their options books and their, uh, their inventory they took them on at. Or, and or their, really their shorts, I should say, what level they took them on at. So I, it doesn't surprise me in the least. And um, I think the one thing that's possibly most interesting is we've already had in uh, in about one week a new bull market in gold, gold and silver stock because they're up over 20% already. So things are looking good. And uh, last year at this time, I'm just trying to think of what, we almost went up about 200% in, in four months. So... Maybe we got a lot more coming in. Well, you know, you and I have been talking about that for a couple of weeks, that once the numbers were posted for the sector, showing them to be the about the top-performing equity sector for 2016, that maybe there'd be some flows right after the first of the year. And you're right. Since the low of 160 in the Huey Index, the day after the FOMC announcement on December 15th, we're up to 205. That's 28%. Yeah. And it's funny you say one day after the FOMC was the same thing last year, right? One right. day after the FOMC, away we went. I mean, it's almost like uh, everyone's in fear of the FOMC. It happens, and of course, then things start going again. So hopefully we're in that situation. And of course, Craig, we haven't even discussed I mean, all the things going on in the world that would make people own gold, which we've discussed many, many, many times, but even this week's events would certainly tell you that uh, the interest in gold should be picking up. What are you, th- what are you thinking about this week's events? So the action in China and the emerging markets, or what else is on your mind? I, I'm thinking more of the action in China. I mean, with uh, the sort of intraday uh, bank lending rates going up to 80%, with the currency plunging and rising at, uh, you know, um, many standard deviations from normal, both going up and going down, it's hard to figure out what's going on. And, of course, the whole debt levels that we still have, I, I was reading an interesting article where some guy was pointing out that the debt in the United States rose $100 billion on December 31st. I mean, it's just where, the, where these numbers come from, who knows, you know, and, and of course, he asked a rhetorical question. Well, what did we spend it on? What did we buy? What did we buy? And, of course, they effectively didn't buy anything. But between the debt problems in the world, the volatility in currencies, um, they're perhaps... Uh, tragic situation that might happen in China here with the debt being where it is and the currency being under pressure. I mean, 
This could affect uh, the world economic growth going forward. I don't think there is much growth to speak of. Uh, I guess we got the jobs number out today. It was kind of a lackluster number. I mean, lots of indications that things aren't going particularly well economically, which is what we would expect because of Obamacare and uh, rent costs, and now food looks like inflation's picking up in the world. So there is a a group of uh, people who are moving into uh, inflation-oriented investments, and uh, of course we can include gold and silver. That we've even had a good run in uh, palladium and platinum here recently. So it looks like the money is moving towards a bit more of an inflationary type of argument. And Eric, what do you make of the continued premiums that we're seeing? In Shanghai versus the LBMA, now the gold premiums come down to about, oh, back down to about one and a half, two percent 2%, but the silver premium continues to run near 10%, which is unprecedented. What do you make of that? Yeah, it's surprising, and uh, you'd think somebody, including myself, would try to take advantage of it. I mean, 10% leaves a lot of room for, uh, for movement there. So, um, yeah, it's just a sign of uh, two different markets. Uh, but at least uh, so far this year, our market is starting to catch up to their market, not the other way around, right? Uh, which is by far the most important thing. So um, two different markets, one's physical, one's uh, It'll be interesting to see when we do get the COP report this week, you know, what the uh, big players have been doing here. Um, I think I, I do read Ted Butler every week, and he suggested. You know, if J.P. Morgan decides they're not going to short into the rally here, then this rally could have some serious flags. So that will, um, we'll, we'll need to pay some attention to that. The setup's always been there, Craig. It's just, you know, we had to get through year-end. Well, here we are. We're through year-end, and away we go again. So, And it's shocking that it could change that fast. I mean, who, who could imagine making 20% on their money in almost less than a week? Well, that's just what happened to us, right? Exactly. The stocks are up twenty percent. So let's get going. Maybe you know, chat again next week. We'll, we can chat about another week like this. So it looks like it was all in place all along, and now it's coming together. Exactly, Eric. And, and just one last question for you. You know, we've noted the similarity. Obviously, the the bottoms that came in in price in both metals and the shares right after the FOMC, just like it did in twenty fifteen. We've now started two thousand seventeen strong with almost the exact same dollar gains that we saw to begin 2016. It's like a mirror image. Uh, the interest rates are coming down. The long bond is now off 25 basis points from its highs last month and under 3%. The dollar's looking to roll over. What do you, what do you think is the most important trend to watch if we're going to see 2017, at least the beginning of 2017, play out much like 2016? I just think we need the macro trends to say you want to own hard assets. And I think that's all there. It's, of course, always been there. And so it's really, you know, as we've discussed before, there's no sense being an analyst anymore because people do what they want to do. And, of course, doing what they want to do is get the price down for a year. And now that the lid is off, I think it'll go up. But the, the trends have all always been there, right? I mean, for the 1.2 or 3 billion people in China, their currency is weak. Uh, for the people in India, their currency is weak, and they don't even have currency anymore. Mm-hmm. So. There's such great incentives to to want to be in an asset that can appreciate instead of one that should depreciate on a worldwide basis here. So that, to me, is the biggest thing. And I'm, I'll be the least surprised guy in the world to see this trend continue here as money gets allocated to hard assets rather than paper assets. 
Eric, it's going to be a very interesting year if people think it's predictable, and I, I know you feel like I do. This could be a very wildly unpredictable year. I look forward to talking to you about it every week. We'll do this again next Friday. I'm always in awe when you get a bull market in the first week. <laughs> so, you, know, you can take this to the bank, right? We made 20% this year, and that's, <laughs> that's in one week. So I think it's a sign of bigger things to come. So I'll certainly look forward to, to chatting again next week. Sounds good, my friend. And from all of us here at SproutMoney.com and Sprout Money News, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.